Good morning, I'm Pastor Brad with North Clay Baptist Church, and we um, are continuing in our devotional series of reading through the scriptures in a year. This morning we are going to cover Numbers chapters 20, uh, 19, 20, and 21. Uh, an interesting note, again, as we always like to remind you here, that uh, the meta-narrative of Scripture from Genesis to Revelation is about God redeeming a people for Himself, and He has accomplished that in Christ. And this next um, section, this kind of middle section of Numbers, there's several just very glaring, uh, very important, very clear gospel um, allusions and, and foreshadowing um, God's goodness in the gospel. Uh, so as Numbers 19 opens up, they are still in the wilderness of Kadesh. And um, here in this part of the story, the uh, Israelites are on the back end of the wilderness wanderings. They are getting close uh, to um, taking the promised land as God has promised them. And these are some of the final preparations in the final years um, of their journey. In chapter 19, we read of the story of the ordinance of the red heifer. Chapter 20, uh, verses 1 through 7, we get the story of the death of Miriam. In verse uh, 8 of chapter 20, they are the waters of Meribah. Uh, verses 9 through 13 of chapter 20, we get the story of Moses striking the rock. 14 through 22 of chapter 20 is Edom refuses passage to Israel. And then we get the story in verse 23 through 29 of chapter 20 of the death of Aaron. Finally, in chapter 21, the first five verses gives us the story of Arad being conquered. Uh, verses 6 through 20 of chapter 21, we get the story of the bronze serpent. And finally, 21 through 35 of chapter 21, we get the stories of Israel's victor, victory over the nations of Sion and Og. For our purposes this morning, we're going to read the first nine <clears throat> verses of chapter 21. And beginning in verse, uh, verse 1 of chapter 21, Then the Canaanite, the king of Arad, who lived in the Negev, heard that Israel was coming by way of Atherim, and he fought against Israel and took some of them captive. So Israel made a vow to Yahweh and said, If you indeed give this people into my hand, then I will devote their cities to destruction. Then Yahweh heard the voice of Israel and gave the Canaanites over. So they devoted them and their cities to destruction. Thus the name of the place was called Hormah. Then they set out from Mount Hor by the way to the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom. And the people became impatient along the way. And the people spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no food and no water. And we loathe this miserable food. So Yahweh sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people so that many people of Israel died. Then the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned because we have spoken against Yahweh and against you. Pray to Yahweh that he may remove the serpents from us. And Moses prayed for the people. Then Yahweh said to Moses, Make a fiery serpent and set it on a standard, and it will be that everyone who is bitten and looks at it will live. And Moses made a bronze serpent and set it on a standard, and it happened that if the serpent bit any man, when he looked to the bronze serpent, he lived. As we read this story, we see that the Israelites um, pled for God to give them this nation uh, ruled by King Arad. 
and said that they would devote the cities to destruction if he would give them into, his hand, into their hand. And God gives them what they asked for. And then their response was not of gratitude or thankfulness to Yahweh, but rather they complained. And they say, in, again, in chapter, uh, verse 5, that, we have, that you've brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness, for there's no food, no water, and we loathe this miserable food. Now, we just read in today's reading of the waters of Meribah, where God tells Moses to speak to a rock, and he will bring forth water out of a rock. Well, Moses was frustrated and disobedient, and um, he will receive judgment for his actions. He doesn't speak to the rock, but out of anger, he strikes the rock twice, but God still gives Israel the water out of the rock for themselves and for their beasts. So they are complaining that they have no food and no water, yet that is not true. God has been faithful to, to these people. But it shows the sinfulness, uh, the, the ingratitude of sinful people. Uh, but God being gracious, even as his anger burned against them and he sends these fiery serpents that bit many of them uh, and many of them died from these snake bites, Moses intercedes on behalf of the people once again and God tells Moses to make a bronze serpent and lift it on a standard. And if they looked up at this serpent after being bit, that they would live. And that is what happened. And this story is recounted again, and we don't have to imagine. We see the intercessory nature of Moses among, for the people of Israel to God to stay God's wrath and to act as intercessor on behalf of the people. But the words of Jesus himself recounts this very story in the wilderness as he was teaching uh, Nicodemus about the regenerating work of the Holy Spirit in John chapter 3. The verses that I'm speaking of is John chapter 3, beginning, it says, Truly, truly, I say to you, we speak of what we know and bear witness of what we have seen, and you do not accept our witness. Sounds familiar to even what we've just read about the children of Israel in the wilderness. Some things... Uh, as much as things change, some things just seem to stay the same. If I told you earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? And no one has ascended into heaven but he who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up so that whoever believes will in him have eternal life. That is our, that is our call as Christians, as as those that have been born again and redeemed by the blood of Christ, that we lift up Christ, we exalt Him, we proclaim Him to a world that is dying and desperate to hear it. And if they look upon Him and trust in Him for the remission of their sin, He is faithful and just to forgive them.